Hey babes. Welcome to Booked, Busy, and Blessed. I'm Naturally Kira. I'm iHeart Trey. And join us on this podcast as we share our life, faith, ministry, and talents, which inspired us to create this podcast. We hope you can laugh with us and grow with us. And encourage you to fulfill your God-given purpose. Let's get started. Hey babes. Welcome. It's iHeart Trey. And it's Naturally Kira. And today we want to calm it down. <laughs> you like my night voice, huh? Right. Calm it down. Smooth jazz. <laughs> Just kidding. Okay, let's 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 get to the the bottom line. <clears throat> so Takira and I, we have talked about, you know, three things that we can teach our younger selves. So we had to in what age is it? Like sixteen? And we yeah, had to give our sixteen year old self some mm-hmm. advice or just younger selves, what top three things will we give each other or ourselves? So let's just get right into it. So one of mine is, um, this one is about money. Mm. And one of mine is save, save, save. Like, I don't care if it's $5, $50, $25. When I was younger, I used to save like $25 or time I got paid or mm-hmm. anything. But it, I wish, I believe I heard something recently on it was either TMZ or extra one of those shows where this young man has saved $50 every time he got paid uh, up until he was grown and he was able to buy his house with that money that he saved because That's he impressive. was he was he saved that $50 from that time he was like maybe 10 or 12 or whatever That's up until awesome. he was like 37 mm-hmm. or whatever so he was able to buy his first house with the money he's saving as he's gotten older of course it went up you know it mm-hmm. went up a little bit more because he made more money but he started off with <clears> just fifty dollars every time he got some money so for me um uh, my credit is excellent mm-hmm. but i would definitely want my savings to be to match my credit right, right right so for me i would just tell my younger self like girl them shoes and that purse that you always have to have it ain't that serious, ain't that serious. Mm-hmm. especially in the climate that we live in now like thankfully <clears throat> due to coronavirus i'm able to work from home right. but what if i wasn't able to work and i lost my job yeah. like i need that cushion that savings mm-hmm. because after a while the government assistance is not gonna right. it's gonna end eventually you know what i mean so i definitely will emphasize to my younger self save some money yeah you don't always have to have an abundance of things save right. some you know right. that's what about a you? one I would say one of the things that I would tell my younger self is everything changes for you when you start to fully accept who you are. I feel like so often I was trying to, trying so hard to be perfect or to be a good girl or to please everyone. You know what I'm saying? Such a people pleaser and I was so insecure. And this is what you don't understand is that people who are really people pleasers like that, they're insecure Mm -hmm. because I feel like if I'm truly myself, you won't love me, Mm. that you won't accept me. That's deep. Do you know what I'm saying? So Mm -hmm. I think I was so, I was that so much as a, as a child. And now that I'm an adult and I realize it's when I fully understood who I was and accepted myself. That's not to say I don't work on things I need to change, but understand where I am, who I am and what I have to offer then that's when like the whole world opened up to me i feel okay. like and so i feel like if i would have gotten that younger don't tell me where i would be today you know what i mean and have you found since you are a, you have been you have accepted yourself fully do you feel a lot more lax because you're not trying to pretend 
yeah to be what you're not like okay i it is what it is so it's like i'm chilling now i feel like this i feel like you could take it or leave it you know what i'm saying like either you want to be around me and you, we vibe or we don't. we don't i'm not mad at you either way right and i'm not trying to put on so you would want to be around me right you know what i mean so i feel like this i feel like either we vibe and we're cool and stuff like that amen if we don't i can still be cordial i can still be respectful i right. can still wish you the best but we just don't have to kick it like that and it, it very <laughs> much takes a lot of pressure off yes and it's so much and then think about it once you really realize who you are you be like i'm, I'm pretty cool yeah. like i actually like me and, we, and it's some people who actually <laughs> like you too for who you are it's like first of all do you want to even be around somebody who don't even know the real you right do you get what i'm saying right. like because you can't and it and it's so many layers to this not to like get all deep into it but just you can, you don't even know what your true purpose is if you're not being fully yourself exactly you don't even know what your true mission in life is exactly. god can't even fully use, use you, you if you're not fully who you're supposed to be and even through him you know what i mean so i agree i feel that. like that was such a um a lesson that i'm getting like even deeper even so much more since i'm about to be 30. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> oh, like, y'all, like, I can't wait till she turns 30 because I'm over it. Every sentence at the end of it is like, I'm about to be, since I'm about to be 30. Like, how does that but, even tie into what we're but, talking about? <laughs> but what should I know is after I'm 30, it's, all it's going to change is to I'm 30 now. So, oh, goodness. So, so just tell her get ready for the next year. So, for the whole year, <laughs> just tell her be ready. I can't wait till you're 31. <laughs> can't wait. But yeah, but the more I get into it, the more I realize like, dang, that's such a lesson that I hope to impart to even my children now. It's like, baby, be who you are. You and know it's what I mean? okay. It's okay. And people have to just accept it. It yeah. is what it is. Okay. So my number two is, um, don't believe anything negative someone says about you. You're pretty awesome. Mm -hmm. So a lot of times growing up, um, and people might find it's hard to believe because of the, the person I am today. But I think that kind of molded me to who I am today was being bullied and being bullied, not because of how I, well, yeah, because of how I looked a little bit, but more so of my personality, how I was the good girl and I didn't do certain stuff or how um, I took myself too serious or whatever the case may be. Mm -hmm. Like people had an issue with just the overall my being yeah. and i'm like what why you got an issue with me like i don't do nothing to you i don't mm -hmm. talk bad to you i don't talk about you but i have to really learn how to um deflect the negativity growing up and not really believe other people's perception that they might put on you Mm -hmm. You know what you and like people always say, what people think of you is none of your business. It really isn't. You better, that's one it's of my really favorites. none of my I business. How you feel about me? That's mm -hmm. between you and Jesus. Come and on. you better just make sure you get it right. With Come him. on, because he tells me that I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. So why are you over here in my space mm -hmm. telling me what I am and what I'm not? Right. I know what I am. I know what I'm not. But also in saying that, I think because I believed it so much, mm -hmm. it put me in a box where I was afraid to step out on faith and try things. Like for instance, I would have never considered doing my own network. Now I wanted to do it years ago when I was a little girl, since I was watching TV shows, talk shows women in power i've always wanted to have my own tv network i always wanted to be a talk show host but because of what other people telling me how i don't look a certain way or mm -hmm. i might this or might that my tone of voice the way i talk i remember this one guy i was on the phone with he was like you sound real fat but even if i was real fat who cares like what, what? <laughs> you sound like a diet what <laughs> 
but this is the thing though okay i might sound like that but how how is that going to make my life any different from being great even if right. i did sound fat if i was fat. like what's the purpose of you saying that what is what the is purpose you know what i'm saying <laughs> right. my voice might you might not like my talking voice i barely like my talking voice when i hear a replay or whatever but at the end of the day this is who i am and like you said i have to really really practice mm -hmm. not caring what people say about me yeah. or what they think about yeah. me and people are so funny they think they have you all figured out she's like this she's like that when i'm nothing i remember years ago and i can talk about this now because we're at a different place but my ex-mother-in-law mm -hmm. um we just didn't get along mm -hmm. and she had in her mind what she thought i was and how my personality was and she talked bad about me behind my back to you know my sister-in-laws and their mm -hmm. friends and when i moved in with her me and my ex-husband moved in with her to save some money they were really shocked because they was like oh we don't want her to move in because she did she that she just but they didn't know me so when i moved in they were really shocked and they had to confess like i'm so sorry i judged you from what somebody else was saying about you mm -hmm. and like you are really cool like i don't have no issue with you like you right. real cool i have my defenses up because i just thought you was this certain way when you're not so it's like you can't get to know anybody but for yourself mm -hmm. so my thing is i would tell my younger self don't be so caught up in what everybody else is thinking about yeah. you all that matters is jesus and your own opinions about yourself yep absolutely so, yeah. what about you so another thing the second thing that i would tell my younger self is take the time to truly understand god's love Mm. And that's that um, goes along with another episode that we had shot um, <clears throat> for the podcast about growing up, you know, in a Christian household. But I say that to say I grew up in so much fear of a lot of things and even fear of God, mm -hmm. fearing him, that I didn't really understand his love and mm -hmm. his grace and his mercy. Mm -hmm. And when you understand that, you become so secure and uh, such peace. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? And you can really grow in him and level up and just be blessed and happy and in love. Right. So I feel like that is such a big change in my relationship with God. That's even helped me grow as a person. That's helped my talents grow, my purpose, my mission, all that great stuff is that I am, I truly understand his love. And like you said, and then you said before, um, ain't nobody finna scare me up out of heaven. Like you ain't finna scare me thinking I'm going to hell. Right, right. You know, cause I have such a strong relationship with him by right. myself. Right. I don't have to depend on your prayer. I don't have to right. depend on your, what Absolutely. you say. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Because I can speak to God for myself. myself. Absolutely. I can go to God for myself and I know that he hears me. Absolutely. So understanding his love, there's such a security in just who I am. Like walk with your back a little straighter, your head up a little bit more because you know that you are under the umbrella of God's love and that you can really have, you have communion with him. With him. You sound like um, auntie, your mom. I like you know like calm your spirit baby i am valencia 2.0 i tried to fight it <laughs> but it is what you it know is. i think we all try to fight not being our parents but i mean they're the ones who <laughs> mold us so it's it's only natural for us to and, pick and all those DNA habits on top of it i look like her i, I sound yeah. like her it's just it's all you got a bad it's all, all right. bad <laughs> you got a bad you got a bad okay so my number one will be um number well two. no i already did two did you go first Oh, I bad. don't remember. My bad. You did. <laughs> my number one is, um, this is a lesson that I had to learn the hard way. Be careful how you treat people. 
you will get it back 10 times as much. Mm, so I say <laughs> that because, um, and I'm very open. My life is an open book because I feel like it's a testimony. Mm -hmm. I'm at a point in my life where my life is a testimony. So I'm not afraid or ashamed. And I feel like too, when you're ashamed of your past, you're, you're living hostage to yourself pretty much. Mm -hmm. And you haven't forgiven yourself. But um, I did some things to some family members, fr uh, family friends that I am living, I want to say living um, to sow it as of today, but it definitely deterred my life of how I think it should have been. Well, like, you know what? Let me take that back because I feel like whatever we've done in life or whatever we've got into, it, it was already going to happen. It was destined to happen, right? Mm. So I thank God for those testimonies, those bad, those bad things that I did, and God was able to forgive me, and those people are able to forgive me. But at the same time, if I can look back on retrospect, like, girl, I don't think you should do that because mm -hmm. 10 years down the line, you're going to pay for that. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? It might not happen right now, but you definitely going to pay for that. So I would say in that sense. And that's not, also Bible, too, whatever, whatsoever is man. So, so he should, he's going to reap. So mm -hmm. make sure you, whatever you want to reap in life, if you want to reap blessings and goodness, and don't get me wrong, it rains on the just as well as unjust. So bad things are inevitable to happen to anybody, mm -hmm. but your life will be a little bit more easier if you mm -hmm. do the right thing when it comes to people, because you're going to get it 10 times as much. So, um, for example, like if you, um, happen to steal someone's money, mm -hmm. maybe down the line, your money might not get stolen, but you might get fired from a job and you, it might take you years to even get rehired you because know how it's going to come back around you and, and mm -hmm. it might come in different forms. Yep. You know what I'm saying? So for me, I will really just tell myself like, uh, 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 don't do that. I'll suck my hand. Stop that. Stop. Go put that. Ah, back. Put don't touch it. Yeah. Like seriously, <laughs> ah, like. Because you're going to get this five years down the line and right. it's not going to look pretty. And you know, I, I like that you said that. And I feel like I learned that lesson as a younger kid because I've seen it firsthand with my own family as far as my parents. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> the way my dad treated my mother when they were married, he got it back tenfold. Yeah. After, you know, when he got, when after they divorced and got married again. And I saw that from a kid through high school. So I think it was something that just really stuck out of my mind. Cause I, I mean, when I say I saw it firsthand, I was like, this is like textbook karma. Like you cannot mm. make this up. Right, right. It right. was so like almost tit for tat what he did, mm -hmm. but it was like, I can't, I was like, I can't believe this is really happening. Wow. You know what I mean? Right. But it's such a good lesson though, to know that. And then you make different decisions when you're younger because Absolutely. you think that you're invincible and the stuff ain't going to come back just right. because you're 16, 17, right. 18. Right. That stuff still comes right back And around. that was my mindset. Oh, I'm young. This is what young people do. Mm -hmm. Okay. But you get old eventually and it's, it's just not good to mm -hmm. just watch how you treat people because who, let me tell y'all the payback. Who Lord, it's definitely a humbling experience, mm -hmm. but also I can appreciate, um, the journey after it. And mm -hmm. this is the thing though. You never know when you're going to get out of the payback. Like mm -hmm. your payback might be for 10 years. Mm -hmm. You probably did that one little thing for maybe two months mm -hmm. or two weeks. And then your payback <laughs> lasts for like 10 years. You're like, okay, I get it, Jesus. I like, low, I am sorry. <laughs> like, How many times I got to say it? Right? <laughs> <laughs> like, get me out of this season. I right. am sorry. I surrender. I'm done. Like, mm -hmm. I get it, you know? So, I would definitely tell myself, like, girl, you might want to think twice before you say that. Do that, <laughs> right. you know, because uh, 
your 20s, your 30s ain't going to look too good for you. <laughs> you know what I mean? I totally get what you're saying. Okay, so the last thing that I would tell myself is um, if I was talking to my younger self, I would tell her to say yes more mm. and stop being such a little scaredy cat. I missed out on so many great opportunities just because I was fearful. Mm. Just because I was fearful of rejection. or And you know what? <clears throat> I was writing this poem the other day. And I can't even say, and I didn't finish it, but it's been on my mind for the past couple days. And I can't even say I was so much fearful of rejection. You guys ever heard that quote by Marianne something where it's like, our deepest, our greatest fear is not that we are inadequate, but that we are more powerful beyond measure. measure. Mm-hmm. It is our light, not our darkness. Mm-hmm. And when I really think about that, I was like, I was so, when I really think that I was so comfortable in the dark, mm-hmm. I was so comfortable hiding in the shadows. Mm-hmm. Like when you really think about it, you're not afraid of the dark. You're afraid of the light. Because you know what? Too much is given, much is required. Yes. So because you have a gift, it's like now I got to live up to that. And who's to say, which is the crazy part, because I feel like you have, God gave it to you for a reason. So what makes you think that you're going to fail at it? Mm-hmm. Now, we might miss the steps of how to get there. We might mm-hmm. stumble on that part. But it's like that. I love that. <laughs> really? Shoot, we about to kick her out. Okay. <laughs> we have a special guest in here who's uh, just watching and she about to get kicked out of studio. Real audience. kicked out. She Security. don't know how to act. Right. Security. But I was going to say that poem, I love that because it makes mm-hmm. you kind of, like she said, you're not, you're afraid that you are far more powerful than what you thought and you know it kind of brings a little anxiety because I was thinking about this in the shower the other day like what if I really become this big director now I'm gonna have to really start directing like I'm gonna have to really start <laughs> I'm have to actually do it I'm gonna have to actually do it I'm gonna have to actually keep right. writing I'm gonna have to actually keep up yeah what my, what my name is so I can't do I really want to put this work out there because if I do it ain't no turning back. I feel like it's the responsibility. Girl, it's, it's the too great. to see the dedication that people, and that's why they say that the secret to your success is not, is in your daily habits. It's the consistency, the responsibility, mm-hmm. the accountability to kind of keep on that level. And so, our, when was I? I was 28, I think. When you went through your year of yes? My year of yes. Yeah, and it was so. I think it was. And I didn't even read Shonda Rhimes' book, but I kept, I saw her in so many interviews talking about it, like prior. And then I remember I was praying, and I went through this like this deep, like this dark phase, and I was praying so much, and God was like, "Well, if you would stop telling me no, mm. and just say yes." What did He say? Say it again. If you would stop telling me no, mm. and just say yes, I can actually do some stuff. Oh Lord! So I said yes to everything that came my way. They're like, Takira, you want to be mom's club, club president? Yes. Takira, oh. do you want to teach this class? Sure. Takira, do you want to do this? Absolutely. Absolutely. And it was so crazy. I, when I say I said yes to everything, I said yes to everything. My plate be saying, became so full, but my life was so full and so robust. And I was happy and I had things to do. And I was blessed. And one opportunity led to another, led to another, led to another. And I'm in that same boat now. Mm. I get so many opportunities now. And this is, what, two years later and stuff. Just because I told God yes. Mm. Just because I said yes. And so I would tell that little girl, I would tell my teenage self, Baby girl, stop being so afraid. Say yes, because God is always going to have your back. Always. And you just never know. Um, I remember like you told, I think me and you had this conversation where when you say yes to things or when you, um, like when you're doing something, mm-hmm. it's just one step 
closer. Like mm-hmm. when that door opens, like for instance, I got interviewed in that magazine mm-hmm. a while ago, right? And I'm like, wow, that's one step closer to where I was before I ever was at, you mm-hmm. know? And then the next thing might be like, you get asked to, you got asked to perform for um, uh, expressing motherhood. Mm-hmm. That's one step closer to whatever your dream is gonna be. Like mm-hmm. we're, you, you only can open those uh, doors or get closer to that dream mm-hmm. if you constantly, like you said, consistently say yes mm-hmm. and just go for it. Just go at the for end it. of the day, and this is the thing: at the end of the day, you're gonna be really upset too that you didn't go for it, and then it's like you're still sitting here, where at the same place the same doing place. nothing. And then a lot of the times, even okay, I do have to say, you stay prayerful, right, and let the Lord lead and guide you when you feel in your spirit to say yes. You know what I'm saying? You stay prayerful and stay in tune with him. But those yeses, even if I didn't really want to do it, they always led to something that I did want to do. Right. Do you know what I'm saying? So I said yes to this and I didn't really want to do it. Right. I didn't really want to do it, but I did it. I was obedient. And then from that came this. And then from this came that. That. And then from, like, there's so many things. Like, if I, even the job I have now was such a trickle effect that I couldn't have gotten here if I didn't say yes to something a year and a half ago. Mm. Do you get what I'm saying? Absolutely. So I would encourage my younger self to yes, say yes, say yes. All you gotta do is say yes. Yes. (laughs) You know, I'm in the background. (laughs) Encourage yourself. Absolutely. So yes, these are the three top things that naturally Kara and I Heart Trey will tell our younger self. Mm. So to our younger selves, we hope that, um, you learned from yeah. the things that you didn't know or that you didn't t- that you at that time didn't know. So hopefully in the next 10 years or so. Yeah. Oh, Lord. Girl, in the next 10 years, I'm going to be 43. 44. How old am I? 34? Yeah, I'll be. Four- <laughs> I don't even know how old I'll be. I'll be 44. Ooh, la, la, la. You know what? It's just so funny to me that girl, I just never thought in a million years we'll be in our 30s late 20s like I was so like God is coming back you know how mm-hmm. they teach you that all you know since you were little since we were little and he's still coming he's still coming but he ain't but here yet, yet. <laughs> and this is a funny part funny story and then we'll wrap it up um I used to tell my dad like why am I even in school this is stupid God's coming back like why am I doing homework and he was like okay you're gonna be 30 years old in my house I'm about why I didn't do no homework you didn't have no schooling <laughs> no nothing and I'm just thinking like what if I really left lived my life like that like God ain't, he coming back. I ain't got to say no money. I ain't got to do no, he coming back, he coming back. Mm-hmm. And I'm over there just stuck. Yep. All right, guys. So we are wrapping it up. We love you guys. And thank you for joining us on Book Busy and Bless. We will catch you guys next week. Holla. Thanks for listening. Catch us next week on Booked, Busy, and Blessed.